Welcome to season four of Uncut, the Makers podcast, with your hosts Atia, Alice, and Juliet. Hello, and welcome to our last show of 2021. I'm here with Juliet and Alice today. How are you both? Very yeah, good. Well. I can't believe, can't believe we're on the last episode. So <laughs> yeah, a few few posts really fast. A few weeks ago, I posted on my Instagram saying that I can't still believe that people like actually listen to us like talking about sewing and crafting and people like tune in we're so happy we're so grateful mm-hmm. I feel so I don't know especially when people it started coming up on people's top listen to on Spotify I know. and yeah. then people were like it was like like I can't remember how many hours but it was like many hours people would spend listening to us which is our pretty list- amazing if you think about it our listeners are just the best ever the absolute best yeah. Oh. Yeah, I do. It does always really. I mean, obviously, we're putting this out there for people to listen to. But anytime someone says they listen, I'm like, oh, really? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had a quick look. Actually, we've had in total 135,000 plays, which is amazing. My goodness. So there's like something like 1,300 people listening regularly, which is which is amazing. Oh, so thank, thank you very you much, everyone. everyone listening. If I could give you a hug right now. Actually, just catch it. I'm sending a hug to you now. It's yeah. just the way that I can <laughs> express myself right now. I'm just so happy. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, so what have you guys been up to? Um, well, <laughs> I've just been enjoying the family, you know, family time, mm-hmm. no school, lying, yeah. writing secret writing that I haven't yet said anything about in the, on the podcast yet but yeah it's been good it's been good Alice how are you yeah, yeah I'm doing well thanks yeah I as I do every year just left all gift making to the very last minute <laughs> I think it can't be done any other way can it yeah. what sort of well, things did you make so what they called like pennant flags for friends children um oh, so just so, and that's actually made with offcut so from last week's topic yes it's like mixed clashing fabrics and then with like you said Juliet the letter first letter of their name good so which kids always love that don't they Mm. it's an s and I'm an s (laughs) Um, although s is the worst letter no one should name their child anything beginning with s because that's a really hard hard one to to cut out (laughs) yeah we like f's f's can stay i i's are absolutely i lovely (laughs) t's T's quite easy T's a good one, yeah. They can stay. <laughs> well yeah, done. smelly ball bags. Everyone gets them. <laughs> oh, and a replacement makeup bag for my mother-in-law. I think I mentioned this. I don't know what episode it was, and we were talking. It might have been about beginner something. I don't know. But I made her this makeup bag years ago, and I saw it out in her bathroom the other week and it's so badly made and she's still <laughs> using it and it's literally like covered in you know makeup bags get all like makeup yeah. all over them and stuff yeah so a replacement yeah. one of them I bet you cringed when you saw it you were like I can't believe I made that I can't believe I gave it to someone like <laughs> <laughs> poor women <laughs> but it did make me realize that you don't need to worry about like because I always get really worried about the standards of 
Mm. sewing skill for gifts Mm. and I think if I gave that proudly and she received it and was really grateful and happy and she's still using it and she's still using it yeah yeah it genuinely doesn't matter if your seams aren't finished perfectly or if it's a bit of wobbly sewing Mm. it doesn't matter at all yeah definitely I think you know if they're especially if someone you know someone's going to appreciate it they've kept it for that long Mm. then it's worth making something for them again as well yeah yeah Yeah. how about you Atia yeah, we've uh, had to, yeah, as I said last week, it's all been quite social. So we were expecting some guests to come from America. So my aunt's supposed to be coming from America. So by, by the time this comes is out, then hopefully she will have come unless, you know, world events mm. prevent, <laughs> prevent anything from happening. Yeah, so it's just been nice to spend time with family and just do, you know, just slow down a bit because mm. this whole year has been such a hectic year. So it's been mm. really nice to have a bit of a break, really. Oh, so. Good. Yeah, so today we were, wanted to talk about our sort of highlights of the year and, you know, things that we've been making or things that we've done or achieved. So, yeah, we just wanted to start off with that, really. So, Juliet, is there anything that you wanted to start off with? Any makes mm-hmm. that you're particularly happy with this year or that you've used yeah. a lot? Things that I've made this year that I've used a lot, I, I must say, it has to be the Bakerloo. Mm-hmm. Bakerloo just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Nina Lee, London. <laughs> yeah it's it has to be because I, I have i made the first one and i remember on our first like the podcast where we mentioned that we're going to have a go at making it Atia, i think you started the trend you started it or was it ali i think uh, i think no, we all talked about it but then i made my orange one first and then mm. i don't know and then i made another one since then as well which is the pink one with the little cherries on from same mm. sunshine yeah i've only made those two but i do want to make another i want to actually make the dress because mm. i've seen a few really nice ones on people and actually i've seen the nice version without the collar as well because it's Ooh. it's just a really nice shape yeah. simple um, mm. in general because it's got kind of i've seen a few dresses like this where they've got quite a loose bodice it's not like a really tight fitted bodice so mm. it's quite comfortable mm. to wear and then the sleeves are obviously really nice as well so mm. i think i might give that a go next year yeah i mean this year i started it off so after you you sewed it and we got we got interested i made the first one at first i didn't think i would even like it i thought oh this won't be good for my body shape and i gave it a go loved it made another one no one no <laughs> yeah i think i made seven in total one for my sister-in-law and then the mm-hmm. rest for me and it's just been it's been my favorite and i must say i think the reason why i haven't done a lot of sewing for myself in comparison to the way that I normally do in the past is because I have been sewing, but the sewing, the things that I've been sewing aren't really for me. They're all like book stuff or secret project stuff. And long, 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 long. But I think 2022, I will be doing more sewing. Even doing, yeah, because yeah. I think if you're sometimes you're sewing for like, just as work, then mm. it doesn't feel the same as if you're just making whatever you want for, mm. you know, and without plans, that planning in advance kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Alice? Is there anything that stood out for you as a project this year? I think one of my favourites has been the Lennox boiler suit from Homer and Howells. Really? I thought you were about um, to say Irma. <laughs> oh, that, that's on my list. Don't okay, you okay, worry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I made a couple of those boiler suits and I, it's just so cool. I love it. I've got another one planned as well. I'm hacking it a bit. And I've worn them both so much. Like they're really good for, so I wore them when it was warm and then they're really good for layering as well. Yeah. And it's quite like, I think it's changed my style a little bit and got me wearing more trousery type bottoms rather than just skirts. Mm. 
yeah which I think is because I think I just wrote off trousers because I could never get ready to wear ones to fit me Mm. because my waist to hip ratio they would just always gape or they'd fit on my waist if they Mm. fit my waist I literally couldn't get them over my ass (laughs) so I was just like I'm not a trousers person but then I realized it's because I need to make them to fit to my body yeah I think I feel like that style really suits you because it's got that nice collar and it's got a slightly tailored kind of shape, doesn't it? But not too kind of, yeah. not overfitted kind of thing. So Yes. Yeah, just ticked all the boxes as well. Because I wanted a boiler suit that buttons up and has a fly front. Mm. And it, yeah, and just the fit. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Oh. Yeah. Do you know one what I haven't seen you wear? Apart from your, it's like a jumpsuit. But I haven't seen you wearing a jumpsuit, an actual. Have I ever seen, do you make jumpsuits, Alice? Apart from the boiler suit. Yeah, so I've made the the vote. Is it V nine oh seven five? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've done one. a couple of them. That's the one with the really wide legs. Well, yeah, okay. I remember. I remember you. Yeah, but they were a few. Was it a few years ago, a couple of years ago. So I still wear them. Yeah, love them. I just don't. Actually, maybe that's what I should do. I don't share them because they're not new makes mm. i don't if i'm wearing it i'm don't like mm. yeah i them. actually like seeing people wearing their older makes as well just to see mm. you know how they're still wearing them if there's something yeah. that's they you know how they style it and all of that yeah um, yeah so we can we talk about Irma because I made one quite recently and I really oh, enjoyed right. making it. Yeah. So I use that kind of like Tiffany blue jacquard. No, not jacquard. Is that jacquard? It's like got those like raised spots on it out of a silk. Mm. So that was a dead stock fabric from my the fabric store ambassador project. And basically because I would do a project a month with the fabric store, I always end up leaving it too late. And then at the last minute, I'm like, <gasps> I need to finish this thing. <laughs> so I, like, I kind of did a late night until, so I started at, I cut it all out and then I started, I cut the pattern out and then I started cutting the fabric out at something like nine or 10. And then I did, kept sewing most of the night until about two o'clock in the morning. And then in the morning, I finished it off. So it was a bit crazy, but it kind of, it was always like, I was like, let me just challenge myself and see how far I get. <laughs> but it was actually not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Maybe because I've made a couple of, you know, the Cali shirt dress, which has a similar mm-hmm. yoke. Mm with that kind of burrito method where you kind of roll the yoke up and then join it all together. So I actually really enjoyed the project and I really like those massive sleeves as well that you were talking about, Alice, with the little oh, so good. tiny cuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels it's really dramatic, but it works really well with the proportions and everything. Speaking about yeah. the jacquard fabric you, you used for your... Well, it's, not used, it's not really jacquard, is it? Well, I got inspired by Atia. <laughs> Uh-huh. actually purchased some I didn't tell you did I, I oh said, which one did well, you get I finally I bought two types <laughs> I bought some jacquard fabric from a website that Atia got hers from for it's the Richmond Mills one no it was oh okay. no not that one the yeah. Etsy shop I got ah. there's an Etsy shop you recommended that I got some jacquard fabric from so it will be one of my plans that I'll discuss in a bit well when we oh. get to the plans for 2022 mm, yeah. So I got inspired Ooh. by some jacquard fabric from Atsy. Oh, yep. Lovely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I you're, you're that, a trendsetter. Um, hmm. Hmm, thank you. Wow. <laughs> so I, I got that because I keep seeing all these lovely dresses like from, you know, because I follow a lot of like fashion people as well. So then you see them and you're like, basically they're all like two or three hundred pounds each sort of thing so you kind of have to step away from looking at those and think what, what you can do yourself so because I made that jacquard dress recently with the tilly indigo pattern and which sleeves I use the anthea blouse sleeves so mm-hmm. that was kind of recreating a lot of that style that I keep seeing around and 
you know it's actually such an easy achievable thing for like you know say it's with even sort of like intermediate or like you know even beginner skills could probably have an attempt mm, at it yeah so you know i just think it's really important for people to know that you don't have to have lots of money to get a particular style you can yes. you can like make things yourself and they, like say with my fabric i managed to get i just spotted it with a discount and i just bought it like it was yes. somehow 75 percent off which was amazing so i just thought okay let me just buy it <laughs> it was a whole year before i actually got around to sewing it but it was like that was one i just had to make this year and the, the lilac lovers party that came along just at the right time, right time um, from yeah. cut one pair and pigeon wishes and i managed to win a little prize from that which oh, I didn't even know. Yay. I didn't even know that there were prizes, so that was a complete surprise <laughs> to me. So I actually got. Do you, have you seen that Talco magazine around, which is a new sewing magazine? No, no. It's like a new independent sewing magazine. Which I hope that they have PDF patterns available because mm. I really don't want to have to trace the patterns. But because I got the voucher from the fold line, I was like, let me get that magazine that I was thinking about getting. So that's hopefully arriving soon. So I'll have a, a little browse of that and see how that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm writing that down. Yeah. There's right. actually a jumpsuit pattern in that, which I quite like the look of. Mm. A bit like that sort of shirt collar style. Yeah. So mm. maybe I'll make that next year. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any other Oh, I was going to say, you've got any other favourites from this year? So one that was one that I really enjoyed making and also was really popular is the Merchant and Mills Shepherd skirt. So I'd seen that pattern at the Knitting and Stitching show and I'd, I'd already bought the pattern because I thought it looked quite good. But at the show, they had the actual samples available and it was really like you could see how the whole patterns fitted together because it's got an interesting pleated skirt with buttons down the side but it's kind of the way the pleats form it's like you get a pleat or a fold and then the pockets the buttons are inside the fold on the side I don't mm. know if I'm describing that very well it's a bit like you know like the sailor type trousers that you can mm. get with the buttons down the side but then it's the way the pleats form it just looks really nice and tailored so I had a go at making one of those and the pocket construction is a bit trickier than a you know your standard skirt you know slip skirt pocket or something but it just looks really smart and you can adjust it quite well because they you can just move your buttons along on the side panel oh, to one. get it to fit so it's one of those things that if you once you made it you'll not grow out of it or like you even if your size mm -hmm. changes you'll still be able to wear it and it looks really good in lots of different types of fabrics so i'm definitely going to plan to make a couple more of those as well oh good what fabric did you use for that one I used a hemp fabric, which I haven't used nice. before. It's, a, it's quite like a linen-y type feel, like a lightweight linen. So you, you could get the same effect with that as well. Oh, yes. sounds good. And just, I think it's really nice sometimes to find, like discover a new, like they've created a whole new thing, haven't they, with the way they've done that pleat? Yeah, it's because, you know, we've got so many skirt patterns, which are essentially quite similar. Either they've got an elastic waist at the, you know, all around or at the back or something. But this one's like, I don't usually tend to make that much of a tailored style but it mm. actually looks really effective when you just have that little yeah. bit of extra detail mm. Mm. actually same with clever techniques the button placket on i am irma blows my mind <laughs> it's so clever but really simple yeah because you've you, made the name tell me before so that's got a covered that's got a similar placket I, hasn't it i haven't made tell me oh have you not okay maybe no. i just think of the the lumpy but i've made the helming before but the one i made was like years ago and it's a bit small for me now so but the technique is quite similar you just sort of keep pleating almost pleating the yeah. fabric to form the folds it's a little bit tricky to get your head around initially but once you worked it out then it looks really yeah. effective 
And also, you don't have to worry about what your buttonholes look like because no one's going to to see them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one for learning a couple of new techniques. Yeah. What else did I make this year? I made, I made quite a few things, but not as many as I did the year before. But that's just because my wardrobe is like bursting. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you have this problem because I'm really bad at getting rid of things that I've made because I've, you know, we, we discussed before, you don't feel like you can just give them to the charity shop and maybe they won't get, you know, sold or something. So I've just got lots and lots of clothes. I mean, so I'm trying to actually make a few less clothes and maybe also do projects that take a bit longer, like the wool coat that I made recently, which was mm. a bit more of a longer project. So yeah, that was one of my favorite projects, which I wear quite a lot. I made M7969 after dress, you know, the, the yeah. famous oh, yeah. McCall's dress. So I really liked wearing that in the summer as well. And the Davenport dress as well, which, which I made. We talked yeah, about, Julia. Um, that's my second, I guess, because it's from the latter part of the year. Mm. I have enjoyed making this dress. I want to actually make a, a blouse using the pattern. So mm-hmm. I'd like, a, yeah, I'll just extend the bodice to create into, make it mm. into a blouse for the summer, yeah. well, springtime kind of time yeah yeah that would mm. be nice as a blouse actually or even you know like a, if you just make a peplum sort of blouse that could don't work like as well with that pattern you don't like those no i have that i don't actually make peplum blouses either but i think they look good <laughs> on other people <laughs> i do have the you know the merchant mills florence top have you seen that okay. one yeah that's also that kind of peplum style but i i, I do want to make one but i'm not quite sure how mm. i would style that but mm-hmm. I think I'll yeah they kind of need skinny bottoms don't they Mm. them like with skinny jeans or mm. very yeah, slim yeah. trousers I think to balance the shape mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh the other thing I really enjoyed making this year was the head the blazer so I made two of those yeah. so one was the dark green one which was like my you know sort of work staple in the in the well most of the year really and then I also made a lilac linen one as well which I made as a suit so I used the Miller trousers from Paper Theory and also the Heather Blazer top so that was one of and also it was a bit more of an involved make again so it was Mm. it felt like quite an achievement to have made a blazer so I'd recommend Mm. that for beginner blazer sewists. Yeah because it's quite a relaxed shape as well isn't it so in terms of fitting you don't Mm. need to worry so much it's more about developing your techniques yeah, because I saw, you know, Tammy Handmade, she made the mm. Jessica blazer recently because I'd bought the same fabric as her and it's like one which frays quite a lot. It's like a wool, woven wool and mm. I think she had a bit of a nightmare just sewing it with the welt pockets and everything, but the result was oh. so stunning. So that's a bit more of a kind of level up in terms of tailoring. So maybe that's something to keep in mind for next year if I wanted to challenge myself a bit more. Mm. yeah a power suit with a pair of matching trousers that would be that would be a total vibe um, like the young people say yeah <laughs> I, I tried making a straight skirt because i quite like a straight skirt with like a blazer as well that looks quite good so mm. maybe that's something to try as well yeah i'll put that in my list of, yeah you said that before a... you had your power suit or is that yeah. for your 40th that's that's, p- that's, the, that's for the, yeah not yet but i mm. yeah don't worry don't worry i'm not not yeah. 40 yet. no pressure <laughs> not yet not yet <laughs> i feel quite proud of just the things that i have tried this year lots i haven't shared yet i've grown a lot as a a sewist and oh. as a fabric buyer mm-hmm. <laughs> that is actually, in what it, way it is a, 
<laughs> How do you mean? I think you were quite a good fabric Matured. buyer before. I, think I'm okay. <laughs> I do think that you do change it, like what you buy as time goes on. Like in the beginning, like people always say that the stuff they bought in the beginning is not the same as what they would choose no, now. Yeah. And also, you have to be more discerning. I think with time, when you've already yeah. got fabric, you can't just be like just buy everything that you like to look up and just make yeah i think a bit i put a lot of thought into these things these days and a lot of consideration would this work for my body type would this because my body's changed a lot i've had i've had ups and downs and you know so i've really put a lot of consideration before making things in the past i'll just make it and i'll go oh it's i don't i don't feel it anymore i don't think i would like it and i give it away but now i really do think plan and i haven't bought a lot this year as much as I would normally do. I've still got my hidden stash. I've got things hidden around and we're, we're actually planning to move from where we lived, where we live. And mm. I know that it's going to be a disaster when so all the fabric stash <laughs> will come out of Not everywhere. <laughs> but these were from years ago so I've been doing quite well this year I've really worn I've got a lot of wear out of the clothes that I've made this year like in the past I've done yeah I've done I've got a good wear out of them and I feel I think that's growth I think that's growth so Davenport Mm. Bakerloo and my pattern that came alongside my course on Domestica I made quite a few of those part of work because I had to make different versions just to check things mm. and test and all of that but that I really enjoyed wearing making and wearing this year yeah what about other crafts is there anything else that you picked up this year or anything that you've made from a different type of craft that you you enjoyed hmm. I'm trying to think if I have well I think I think mine is more of a skill photography and videograph- videography yeah. mm. those have got to be the things that really improved this year I really put more effort into learning about how a camera actually works I used to leave everything for Ken to do my mm. husband I used to leave everything for him to do but now I've actually put more effort into learning things on learning platforms for photography mm. and videography but for crafts I tried knitting I gave it a go during oh, the you did. Mm. yeah mm-hmm. so and I now know how to knit even though I haven't made anything completed I haven't completed making anything yet that doesn't count, does it? What about you, Atia? Well, I don't know if you remember, I made this really crazy jacket out of lots of scraps knitting. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was probably my biggest knitting project. I haven't actually, I have made, I made that, I made a cardigan and I made a, two slipovers, you know, those ones mm-hmm. that you just wear over your mm-hmm. clothes, one of which has not been, like the ends haven't been all sewn in kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it's just sitting there for like a month just for no reason because I haven't done that but yeah it wasn't a big year for knitting for me this year because I guess I was just too distracted with other things although I mean that's not, not too bad yeah not distracted mm. yeah it's busy enough busy ways, but yeah <laughs> but I have been really enjoying it and also finished a pair of socks which had been hanging around for five years prior to that <laughs> so that was quite a good achievement and it also oh, well got me done. you know like when you get stuck when you've not finished something and you don't want to start something else because you're like then that will definitely never be finished so yeah it was good because it got me out of that not you know not finishing the socks rut mm. yeah so I think I'm quite ready to start with a few new things in 2022 now because I've got I haven't got a jumper project on the go and I haven't got you know many small things so hopefully I'll be able to get on with some new things next year and mm. also started the Bargello that you know the yeah. Nerissa's book so she sent me a little wall hanging kit which I've started and I re- she chose some really nice pink and like 
light pink, dark green kind of color combination, which is really nice. So I'm really enjoying the color scheme there and hopefully it'll, it'll suit the house somewhere when I eventually finish it and hang finish it. Finish making it. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And, oh, I did make it, made a wall hanging actually. You're saying that, I forgot about that. With a, so just bought a hoop and used yarn to make a, a wall hanging that way. It was nice actually. I think I, I really like making homewares. So yeah. do like, like, you know, cushions and stuff and upcycling furniture and all that. Mm. Oh yeah, maybe that's my skill I've done that isn't sewing. Mm. Yes, yeah, you've done loads of upside. Yeah. Well, not this year, yeah. Alice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you moved into a house, made it your own and really added, you know. And that takes up so much time, just even yeah. getting sorted in a new yeah. house is, is yeah. takes ages. Yeah, because you upside you upcycled furniture. There was, a, I think, was it so your dining yeah. chairs or something? Oh, yeah, the chairs. Yeah, 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 so we got them all off. So loads of our furniture we get off Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. or Faceplace. So yeah, got quite a few. So they're different dining chairs, like different shapes and stuff, which I quite like. And then I sanded and painted them and recovered the seats. Yeah, that was really fun to do actually. Quite yeah. nice because it's really it's quite satisfying, on. isn't it? Because you actually mm. see a big change quite quickly once you've done something yes. like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sanding though. Oh, my gosh, it mm. takes so long. Really hard work. Yeah, I <laughs> hate repaint your. Did you repaint your living room? No, the living room we've left white. The dining room I have repainted twice because I did it one colour and didn't like it. <laughs> what <laughs> so colour was it? Again. So I did it like this really nice light blue and then it just made the whole room feel really dark. Mm. I thought it would make it feel really nice and bright, but it's just... Oh, it's no, like I, a cold, cold sort of colour or something. Mm. It was just gloomy. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just white again and then we're going to put colorful stuff so rather than the walls being a color i'm mm. gonna throw um, loads of color in with things yeah yeah i guess um, that's your 2022 plans for the home then what any other yeah home? i want to try quilt making yeah um, i really want to do more quilt making as well that's been on my yeah. agenda and i feel more home decor or bedding yeah so more more interiors stuff i think i'm quite tempted to try painting like a mural Mm, yeah type thing i mean it won't be good but just take the advice of (laughs) jess jones she said she's like you just paint over it if it goes wrong you can just paint over it i actually have i screenshotted like have you heard of the completest they do like stationery but Mm. they have these like really nice abstract designs so i was like i can't think of an abstract design myself so maybe i'll use one of their designs (laughs) as an example they do like you know like when you have like a circle and an arch and then a square and it's like then it kind of all just looks good together so yeah I i would like to do one next year as well actually but it's one of those things I've been saying for ages and ages and I've still not done it. So. <laughs> Might stay on the list for longer. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know, I know in 2022, fingers crossed, everything being, all things being equal, we'll move homes. And yeah. I guess I'll be on the home decor bandwagon with. Yeah. Mm, oh. That's really exciting. Oh, so I hope that happens yeah. for you. Yeah, I hope so. I haven't got a home decor bone in me, though, but I guess it all starts somewhere. You start from somewhere, don't you? Yeah, and once you move, you might find that then, like, sparks it. I think when you're in your own Mm. home that you, particularly if it's, like, so this was our first Mm. home that we bought, it does change your thinking. Because before, Mm. when when you're renting, you're kind of like, I'm not going to give this my all because it's someone else's home. Mm. Mm. You you might be restricted and things things you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And this one is like, it's just your thing, then you can just really go for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll unleash it. It's in you. You're like 
a natural creative, aren't you? So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm. I think 2022 will be great. I think it will be great. What are our hopes for the podcast for 2022? <laughs> mm, <laughs> Have more. That's an interesting question. Have more um, creatives come on board. What do you think? Yeah, I enjoy having guests on. I think it gives a, a different perspective on things, and also you learn more about how their business works or their, you know, their ideas work. So mm. I think we should have more guests on. And yeah, or well, le- learning about different things. So like when we had Mel on, yeah, who talked about quilting, and just yeah. so like I just didn't know anything about it before yeah. she came and told us. They did a little lesson for us, basically. <laughs> mm. That from her. Yeah, so yeah, yeah guests yeah. with yeah skills that we don't have i think would be really cool that would be a good one yeah. and we also have to have an in-person recording oh my gosh yeah <laughs> that, that is a big dream <laughs> no, no no that is a dream that we have to achieve as soon as possible yeah we have yeah. to do that i'm sure it can't be that difficult for us to <laughs> we, why is it so hard <laughs> i mean people in america they like literally travel across states and things to, <laughs> to meet up and we're only you know i don't know 40 minutes or something Hours, yeah <laughs> yeah okay okay well yeah well thank you very much for listening to us so you can find us on uncutpodcast.com and also on instagram at uncutpodcast underscore so please send us your sort of goals and thoughts for 2022 and also your proudest makes for 2021 we'd love to see them and hope you'll join us in the new year bye bye Bye, everyone happy new year